When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. all the way from parkersburg west virginia and have we got a show for you we've got the guys from skull crack what does your kid call him what's that what what does your son call skull crack he calls him crack skull (laughs) (laughs) but we we got the guys from skull crack with us and uh they did our brand new theme song for the show yeah they're here yeah, the song you just heard. Yeah. They did that song. Um, we also have Copy Review with Ryan Evans, formerly of, for, he's the drummer, used to be the drummer of FBS and this awesome band called Festival Shout. Oh, yeah. That we've, that we've played with a couple times. We played with them at uh, Audio Feed and then some other festival. Take Hold. Um, but, take Hold, thank you. Yeah. But he's here to chat about his favorite copy. Sweet. He actually sent it to me. Oh, it's nice. medium. It's medium. So, oh, yeah. um, I just got it yesterday and I had some this morning and it's really good. So I'm going to put my two cents in there too. Cool. We also got, of course, we've got album reviews. We're doing five awesome five. ones. Yeah. Not five. five. Sorry. We're not doing five. Doing <laughs> I forgot about one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're doing four great ones. This time around, so that's stick around for that. We got the Almighty Zayo. Oh yeah, we are doing. We I, that's right. We are doing that album, which yeah, is that, a killer review. album. We're yeah. reviewing that album. Yep. Uh, like like uh, Mick said, stick around because you don't want to miss this episode of Coffee and Hardcore coming at you right now. guys ready for this i guess so yeah i was like kind of worried 
But I guess we'll do it. We'll do it live, right? Yeah. We're live. We're live. We're live. <laughs> well, you sound like the crack. Minor. <laughs> What's that? You sounded like the guy from Two Minute Minor when you said that. That dude's a dick. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> Kick it in. All right, everybody. Welcome to Coffee and Hardcore Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6, titled Skull Crack on Fresh Pots. Fresh Pots! Fresh Pots! Fresh Pots! <laughs> we have Nate, who plays bass, and Eddie, who plays guitar with us from the face-melting band Skull Crack. What's up, y'all? What's what up? up? How's it going? Woo! Going good. I have so many questions. I hope we can get to, I hope we can get to them all. <laughs> well, let's jump into this. I'm gonna start with a, a short kind of irritating story, but um so so let's get into the artwork. So your artwork got me hooked originally. Uh it's kind of like when I was a kid on the school bus listening to my uncle's Iron Maiden tapes back back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, the artwork just hooked me. I remember seeing the artwork to Seventh Son of a seventh son and freaking out at how awesome it was. Uh, I had that exact same feeling when I saw the skull crack artwork for the first time and it just hooked wow. me in, hooked me. <laughs> it was like a nostalgic feeling like, oh. It was. I, yeah. I remember this feeling. I have to check this band out. <laughs> for sure, because it's super, it's weird because it's like 80s kind of homage, but it's still kind of newer looking, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Um, so y'all are from California, right? Yes. West okay. Coast. What's that? West Coast. West Coast. West Coast. <laughs> do you got? Do you what? guys get Midwest? <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> but uh, but what's the, do, give me the background on this artwork if you can. I need um, to know. So, I need to know. Um, this guy Thomas Fernandez. He um, he's an old buddy of mine and Jeff's. Jeff the singer. Um. We've known him since we were growing up and playing in punk bands in high school and stuff. And along the way, he's always done like artwork and like drawing shit and skateboarding, this and that. And um, he started doing tattoos. Um, he has his own sort of thing called Live Rad Studios. Um, so that's kind of his, I guess it would be called a moniker. Um, his, his online or his his name for, for stuff. Thomas Fernandez, Live Rad Studios. And... He, we hit him up. We remember when we started the band, we're like, oh, our friend Thomas does artwork. And he's been doing a lot of stuff. Um, he done a lot of Santa Cruz stuff, and his style was just so cool. So um, we hit him up, and we're like, I mean, he's, you know, obviously we paid him, you know. But um, he was, he was like, excited. He's like, yeah, send me the music and the lyrics, and I'll just start sketching some ideas and shooting stuff back and forth. And then it started with uh, Cracky, the little skull guy. And he did such a great job. We're like, fuck yeah, like that's, we want it to be consistent. And I, it's kind of been like a theme. Every record has that guy on each yeah. one. And just more gnarly each time around. Yeah. Well, so Cut It Down, was that the first thing that yeah. he drew for you guys? Yeah, yeah, Cut It Down. Um, and yeah, it was, that was it. And then... Like how did that come? How did that come to be? Were you like, hey, we're coming out with this album called "Cut It Down"? Like, draw something. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff what yeah, he's done because he usually is the one in in contact with Thomas. He's he just sends him all the songs and the lyrics. And uh -huh. Said, "This is our first record. Like, go ahead. Like, 
kind of draw what you're hearing, and he, that's what he did. Like fucking what? a beer opening. <laughs> that's the first song. You know, beer opening, and then a knife through the back of the skull into the eyeball. Yeah, and so. I think actually Jeff um, will have like a Jeff's a really good artist too, so he'll sketch some something out like an idea, like kind of something like yeah, a knife in his head or something like that. And then Thomas will be like, okay, and then like make it look really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think a lot of it had to do with like Thomas is cool because he'll take the lyrics of the songs and like kind of like get inspired and be like, all right, this this skeleton guy needs a knife through his head while he's struggling <laughs> here, and we're like, yeah, that's it's it. so good. <laughs> well, but d- let's talk about Full Blast. That artwork is amazing. Same, yeah, yeah. S- same guy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know, but like, so what lyrics of from full blast did he take to to come up with that artwork it's kind of funny uh because we used to practice well we used to do practice in huntington but at one point we were practicing at a place that eddie was teaching at and uh we were <laughs> like i mean it was our second record and we'd only been playing for um a, a couple years a year and a half ish and we were starting to write um that new record and um austin is just a blast beating maniac so he just like right when he sits down like to warm up he's just you know <laughs> while i'm tuning yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he's just he's just blasting all drummers and, and one of us said like dude full blast and then we're like hell yeah full blast <laughs> so like that one was kind of just like we should oh, yeah, call it full blast yeah. i think that was like a, a working title or like oh yeah that's like kind of funny kind of cool yeah until we come up with something and then, and then it ended up and then i i thought about it more and i was like oh what if like what if you had like these huge speakers like the the rca oh, guy you know sitting in the yeah 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 or whatever and like what if it, like it was him but like going like this and just getting like blasted and then that's what came of it with for for thomas but we, we didn't you know the same thing send him everything and I think that's probably, from what I know, one of the first songs Jeff had like a title to before he wrote it, uh, because he usually thinks of a concept first and then writes a song. Um, yeah. I know. Um, but yeah, I think he just full blast is already just skull crack, like you know, as a whole, you know. So like that's just how we do shit. So <laughs> it was awesome. perfect. And uh, yeah, I feel I feel like the artwork really captured that album. Just a guy just getting a night sonically. An so good. Yeah. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite parts too is like his forearm. You see, like his veins, like starting to out, like fold outside of his. Arms. Yeah, very real. He's like he's like liquefying almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the so the turn to dust artwork is so rad, especially when you guys printed it on those neon shirts. Oh, it man. just it just fit it so well. So it seems like each time, uh, this dude, it's the same guy I'm guessing, right? That did this one too. Um, the artwork just keeps stepping up and stepping up because um, this one is, and I love how it's, it's got like that old school feel because it's very black and white feeling, but there's also like one solid color, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I know the listener can't see it, but so this one's like more green. Yeah. we the, uh, Turn to dust. We were, we were thinking about that. I think before we did that, I remember Jeff saying like, Hey guys, what's going to be, you know, I don't know if we ever intended to for like a color scheme for each one, but I think uh, Cut It Down was like red, mm-hmm. uh, Full Blast was like the yellow, and then yeah. Turning Dust is green. So we're like, I, 
I think uh, Jeff was just like, well, what color should we do, you know, next or this one? Yeah, it kind of just came about. Yeah, yeah it just like kind of happened. Yeah, it kind of happened, but then we're like, oh shit, now we're like getting into that <laughs> that sort of thing where we're like, okay, we have to like come up with a different color now. But it's cool because you match the records to it, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that looks really cool. Like when you take when I took out the full glass one and it was yellow, it's like this this is rad. Yeah. And, and then and then t-shirt wise, it makes sense, you know, because like, oh I'm like I'm wearing the record. It's like the color yeah. of the record. You know what I, mean? I thought that was really cool. I, I ordered a bunch of stuff from uh Indecision Records and they sent me a bunch of posters and one of the posters was turned to dust. Yeah. And so so I was like, I'm gonna hang this stuff up. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, gonna, I was like, I'm gonna hang this up on the wall. And then my wife was like, You think that's gonna scare the kids? I was like, I don't know. Let's find out. So I hung it up. Let's and so <laughs> my oldest son like loves it. He points to it all the time. He's like, Dad, Dad. Oh, that yeah. dude. And yeah. so today, like, I'm leaving. I had to leave the game early. My kids' soccer game early. And so I told my son, I'm like, Hey, I gotta go. I gotta do the podcast. He goes. Are you gonna talk to the crack skull guys? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to them. He goes, tell him I said hi. I was like, all right. So, oh, dude. so you, so a six year old man, you've you've won him over. He loves it. And so call the him, I too. call him right, right. now. Yeah. Call him right now. <laughs> I think he's stuffing his face with ice cream at Nana's, but um, get him on speaker, full blast, full blast. Um, <laughs> but the I ordered the full blast seven inch for my wife for Mother's Day, and so. Yeah, actually because of the podcast because right? of the podcast yeah yeah because yeah, we, we start talking. yeah so i was like yeah. holy crap it's only 550 you gotta buy it so I <laughs> <the link. laughs> but bargain bin yeah she, <laughs> she just sent me a text and said tell them that my favorite song is adios motherfucker so oh, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. thanks so there you go awesome. <laughs> now uh, yeah, all those that was maiden records too uh like my dad had all like the old Maiden CDs and Metallica, Anthrax, and like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and I grew up like looking at the CDs, and it's so funny because you mentioned Seventh Son, and like that was a record that I I that was actually one of the last uh, like Maiden records I got into growing up. But um, seeing that, I'd, I'd always grown up seeing it, and I never realized that Eddie was holding that like fetus like sack, you know. <laughs> Until I saw them live and they did like a, a Seven Sun kind of tour thing. I think it was like 2010 or something and mm -hmm. um, maybe 2012 or whatever. Um, but they were doing like a lot of songs from Seven Sun and they had, um, they had a big Eddie from the Seven Sun um, uh, album cover and they had the fetus in there. And he, it was moving and like trying to get out. It was amazing. Oh, that is cool. It was so cool. But yeah, Nick, when you said like, oh, you, you think that's gonna scare the kids? I was scared of uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz, when I was a kid, seeing Ozzy on the floor with the cross. I was like, oh my god, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at it. So it worked. Um, yeah. It was supposed to be. That's pretty cool. Um, so like you guys said, you guys are from California. Um, I gotta say, everyone in the band just seems to fit perfectly in the band you guys make a complete unit like did that take work or did you guys were you guys friends like how did that come together it, we really lucked out um uh jeff and i have been in band jeff the singer we've been in band since high school we've kind of always been in a band and and then we had cut the cut it down music 
um, kind of written, and Jeff was actually playing drums originally, um, and and we're like, all right, well, we need to find a bass player and a singer, or, and it was singers are so hard to come by. So Jeff's basically just like, all right, well, I'll sing, and you find a drummer. I'm like, okay, like, great, that's not easy, right? So, actually, <laughs> yeah, singers and drummers are good ones are hard to find. Yeah, a good, good, reliable one, right? And yeah. um, I was I was randomly at a party, and actually I was wearing this band Hammer Fist. Uh, I just happened to be wearing this shirt or like a different Hammer Fist shirt, and this guy ran into me. He's like, "Oh, that I filled in for that band on a tour." I'm like, "Oh, what's up? My name's Austin." Says Austin, our drummer now, and and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen you play in other bands, blah blah." blah. We're shooting the shit, and you know, you know, you're always like, "Oh, we should jam sometime." You know, how, how often does that ever work out? You know, like, oh, let's jam. Yeah. And, um, you know, in the back of my mind, I remember like, oh, I talked to this guy at this party. I'll shoot him a text. Hey, like, maybe he's down to like try and learn these songs. <clears throat> I sent him the tracks and he's like, dude, this is awesome. I was like, yeah, we're kind of going for like a musical waste thing, kind of hardcore in between sort of stuff. And he's like, hell yeah. Uh, and he showed up didn't know any of the songs <laughs> and i was like fuck like but you sent him all the songs i sent him all the song the you know the demos that we had and he's like yeah i'll learn these he shows up he's like how does this one go and we kind of went through it and he starts kind of doing like his own thing like throwing in blast beats like over hardcore parts i'm like that's fucking sick that's really cool all right he's yeah good. he's really good you know um so we're like all right cool you got the gig um, and then Nate, I was in another band, uh, Why We Kill, right? It was like this like thrash metal, um, it was like Pantera mixed with uh, Slayer type band. And um, he was like coming to all the shows and I don't know how, how old, Nate was a little younger at the time. Like 20. Nate was like 20. And he comes up to me, he's like, hey dude, can I help you with your amp? You guys are so good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kid, come in. <laughs> And then we're just like shooting the shit. He was like in another band at the time. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you play guitar, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, would you be down to play bass in like this band I have going? And he's like, yes, yes, let's do it. I send him the songs. Nate shows up, knows the songs, shows up with a 30 rack of Budweiser. <laughs> and I look over at Jeff, I'm like, this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. And then. Fast forward, like we all just got along. We clicked. We all like knew where we wanted to go with the band. There was never like, oh, we want to sound like this, this. Like we're like, yeah, let's do that, and just do it full fucking blast, like all the way. Full blast. It's full crazy blast. too, like yeah. how how perfect we all like work together. Like, cause like Austin, you know, he's got he's got music with Eddie, and um, you know, Jeff has got merch, and you know. You know, oh yeah, that stuff's important for sure. Yeah, yeah. and 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 I don't want to do, do like it. Shows, <laughs> networking, or whatever it is, you know. And we all just like, yeah, super. It's super very, good. It, it's very much a team effort, you yeah. know. Um, I've been in another band that worked like that, like a machine. Like everyone had their kind of their own duty, not like everyone, you said duty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not like. <laughs> Come on, you know what? I'm just teasing you. I know, and um. And that that band worked well because and we were able to tour because everyone had their own little niche in the band and that's how this band works like we're able. Yeah, you play in your strengths. 
I, I yeah, exactly. And it's uh, a good thing. It's very outgoing and gives people a ton of pens. I literally threw <laughs> a pen out the window on the way here. I like a somebody pen, a like pen. Yeah, somebody had a Black Sabbath uh, sticker on the back of their car, and I pulled up next to them. They're like, "Hey, roll in," and they rolled down the window. I'm like, "Hey, Sabbath rules." They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Here's my band Skullcrack," and then it's on the. <laughs> So then they're like, okay, and I threw it in their car and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> there was also one time, if I can segue for a second, we were on oh, tour, yeah. and um, we're, I don't know, we, we pulled up next to a van, and Nate, I have a video of it. We're on the freeway. We're on like the freeway, 70. 70 miles an hour, Nate's showing them the record while he's driving, turn to dust, and <laughs> they're like, hey, do you want and this? And they like, rolled down the window. And they're like, yeah, and then... <laughs> He sticks it out. The wind catches. <laughs> to the pulls it down. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> they were like, they were reaching out there too. They were. It, it was like out the it was window. like close, close. And they were just everyone just. We all started laughing like, fuck. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? So th- did the wind just like throw it on the ground? Yeah, just shot it. To the- it, we're trying to do this, and then it's. <laughs> we're like, okay, so we gotta make it as flat as possible, that- so it like. The wind cuts it, and then it just like started shaking and just. <laughs> so there's a there's a record oh, up for grabs on some highway like yeah, in the so bay. Just to, <laughs> so only you just have to glue it together. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that that's how uh, that's how outgoing he is. <laughs> no, that's a great story. That gave me great imagery. <laughs> Literally going out the window, but yeah, like, like you said, uh, it's all it's all working kind of well-oiled machine, I guess. Oh, it's well oiled. <laughs> it's well oiled, <laughs> and it is. Yeah. Mick, when you Mick, when you were in Zao, did you guys do that? Like, did everyone take turns doing something, or was there one guy that was in charge of everything? Ah, uh, man, you're really gonna make me say this, aren't you? No, <laughs> let, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was back, back back when I was in Zao. It was kind of like a dictatorship, and I won't let I won't let in. Oh. On who was the dictator? So it was you. No. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was okay, so she's like, I don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. <laughs> so, Eddie, I saw Firebird play. Oh yeah, um, in Chicago. Yes, with with uh, GBH actually. Yeah, with, that was a with, cool show. With Nate's T-shirt. Thank you. <laughs> he's wearing a GBA t-shirt by the way for the listeners I thought he was telling um, me t-shirt. I was like oh he's talking about Nate yeah yeah but how, how did you how'd you get that gig um cool Nate. story uh <laughs> kind of from Nate <laughs> I was really? thinking about that today um okay so Fireburn is uh you know Todd Jones Israel Joseph Todd Todd Youth Nick Townsend so the drummer I've known him Jeff and I have known him since we were like 15 wait that's the the drummer that was on tour yeah. no not not oh he was he wasn't on that tour actually yeah because that was so that was a, like a, some straight edge kid right from some yeah, straight edge band I, I from uh from dare he he was oh, okay from, yeah well nick had yeah, left yeah. but anyways um i've known nick forever and he was the og drummer and uh uh nate was kind of getting good friends with todd jones gave him a skull crack record todd jones was like hell yeah skull crack 
It was about it, and they were texting buddies for a good while. We were supposed to have dinner tonight, but it didn't work out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to leave after this, but... So, you you could have dinner on the podcast. It's all... It's all, oh. <laughs> all of them? It's all coming full circle. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. So, no worries. Um, so... I guess Todd's filling Nate in on like, hey, like I have this band, like you should Skullcrack should play one of our record release shows. So they did three of them, and then we played. And and what um, band was that with? Uh, Skullcrack was playing with Fireburn. And oh, with Fireburn. Okay. And Let Rage. Yeah, we played at Program Program in Fullerton, and then um, fast forward. Uh, Todd was that at the record shop? Yeah, the record shop in Fullerton. Yeah, Program. I watched. I watched that show. That was so, cool. So yeah, that was the first time seeing them. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> fast forward, uh, I was filling in for another band, and I ran into Todd Youth. He's like, "Hey, dude, let me get your number. Like, I want to like shoot the wow. show and whatnot." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then, um, were you starstruck at all or no? A little bit. I was like, I was like, "Oh, cool." Like, yeah. I, what he said actually was like, "Hey, like, I want to hit you up about guitar lessons." I'm like, "Really? Like, what? Todd Youth asking you for guitar yeah, lessons?" Like, okay like that's weird maybe he's just being nice you know whatever it's todd youth yeah i'm like <laughs> why do you what do you need for me you know that you don't already know so um a little time goes by and then nick hits me up he's like hey dude todd jones is leaving the band do you want to play in fireburn i'm like yes <laughs> yes i can do it oh so you were actually going to be the new member yeah yeah so oh, i thought you were just a touring guy no, oh, no. I wrote, wrote songs and everything. Yeah, I wrote songs with them. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Todd Jones got, he was just busy, dude. He was busy. He couldn't do, like, you know, they were getting offers left and right. <laughs> yeah, they're a great band. Yeah, so Todd was like, ah, this is my like, my side project. I don't want to commit that much time. He had nails, so. Yeah. You know, it made sense. They kind of parted ways, like, okay. So uh, they basically asked me, like, hey, do you want to do this? Are you down? I'm like, hell yeah, this is going to be awesome. Um, so that's kind of how I got it, like really, because Nick knew me, and he knew that I could I could hang. Hey, you had the chops, yeah. I had the chops to do it, and I was down. And I posted that killer solo that she did on the Coffee and Hardcore page. Oh, did you? That was yeah. That was my first time recording with them. It was fucking nerve wracking. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I, I well, like I was like doing it. And I'm like, oh shit, Todd's got his phone out too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> looking at me, I'm like, all right, shit. That was good, man. I yeah, loved that it. That was like a new song. I don't think we released it, but um, I think we played it live. But that yeah. Chicago show was super rad. That was like one of the coolest shows on that tour, I remember. I so, came there to see Fireburn, to be that, honest. That's cool. I mean, it was... I only, stuck, I only stuck around for like four GBH songs. You were there for like five minutes. <laughs> What's that? You were there for like five minutes yeah. for four songs. <laughs> well, yeah, like... My buddy Mike, who I went with, really, really likes GBH. I, I think they're okay, but I, I really went to, I bought a ticket to see Fireburn. That's cool. yeah, that, that's yeah, why I went. Joe, I mean, <clears throat> that those guys in GBH are super cool. I mean, like, yeah, guys, like, hey, come hang out with us. Like, like they're just like super friendly to everybody, everybody. Like, they're yeah, super that, old too, aren't they? Super old, dude. <laughs> super old. <laughs> but dude, they they could part out party us. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I Dude. was like the only one in Fireburn at the time that, because um, Todd, Todd, none of those guys drank. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So Todd didn't drink. 
Um, they smoked weed, you know. Um, okay. Israel, Israel, yeah. Israel doesn't didn't drink. Doesn't drink. He just smoked a ton of weed. Um, <laughs> so I was the one, just like you know, backstage. They're like, "All right, kid, those beers are for you." I'm and like, you're yes. like jobless. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh no, I have to do the the killer solos. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was good. Dude, that was super sad. So you just did one tour with them, then. We did. We did a few runs. So like the first. Oh, you did. Run, yeah, the first run I did with them was uh was with American Nightmare and Torso. Oh yeah. Oh, American Nightmare. That's uh, what's his name from uh, old Slapshots guitar player, right? And uh, yeah. the. Well, yeah, because all those guys are from. Agnostic like, Front guy. Um. Come on, what's his name? He's like the greatest guitar player right now. Craig Silverman. Oh, He's American Nightmare. He yeah. I, thought, I think he is, isn't he? He's not anymore. It's like a bunch of kind of younger dudes. Oh, I could be. Maybe wrong. I'm thinking of a different band. Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was like the first run I did with them. That was cool. It was like three. It was like four shows or something like that. And then I did something else with them. I think I did the GBH. And then just like a bunch of local shows with them. Uh, and then we were in the midst of. Of writing stuff too and then you know yeah so i heard you i talked to israel a little bit you guys have a full length that's not released yeah well is that true it's a live it's a live show oh. actually so there's a couple new songs on it <clears throat> and it's actually um nick the drummer he he we all kind of got back in contact and uh so we didn't know that when oh yeah we did a, a run with kill your idols that's where this full length comes oh, yeah. from so we did a, a east coast run with kill your idols and united blood fest uh birth hold city and um and then we played at brooklyn bazaar uh in the lower east side and i had no idea but the sound guy was like hey i'm gonna mic all your guys i guess he told nick but hey i'm gonna mic everything i'm gonna get you guys like a live recording and i, mm -hmm. I mean I'm glad I didn't know because I probably would have been like psyched out. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, after Todd passed, Nick was like, hey, I have this recording from New York and it's really good. I was like, all right, well, let's check it out. And it's like, it's like us live. It sounds amazing. Um, so we're in the process of actually getting it mixed and um, hopefully releasing it probably by ourselves. I don't know if we're going to hit up a label to like help us out with it or not, but um, it's What's cool about it is it's Todd Youth's last New York performance. Oh, wow. Which, to me, I'm like, that's badass. Like, his family was there. Yeah, that has to come out. Yeah, his whole, like, Lower East Side crew was there, like, you know, supporting. And um, so, and it sounds amazing. So, it's, it's like, we have to, like, get that. How out. many how many songs is it, you know? Uh, I think it was just, like, our set list. It was probably, like, 10 or 11 songs. There's at least one or two new songs on there that were never like recorded yeah yeah um so that's kind of cool this was the band i was thinking of the american war machine sorry oh uh, war Ma oh yeah 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 yeah. wow you're way off <laughs> 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 my old brain can't keep up <laughs> i was like uh yeah yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah sure sure wiley um but yeah, ho hopefully that gets it. We just have to get it mixed and then send it out. We have it. So so you weren't on that 
that EP or that seven inch, right? I wasn't on any of the recordings. So that would be cool then if that came out because you'd be on that. That's that's where I'm like, I really want this to go yeah. out. <laughs> because um, so I I know that like uh he was also in Blood Clot with JJ and they decided to to go on, right? Without him. Yeah. Um and that was kind of the thing that they started together. Well, sort of. I know Blood Clot was around oh, you know, in the eighties or whatever, but uh is Firebird going to continue at all, or is it kind of, are you guys letting it rest? There, there's been, um, I've been talking to Nick about it, the drummer, original drummer, and I haven't talked to Israel in a while, but kind of through Instagram, like, I, like, kind of shared, like, his new music. He's doing, like, a solo thing. And yeah, I, I've heard that. Yeah, we're He did of, everything on it, right? Yeah, he did the drums, like, uh, guitar, I think just, like, sample drums or whatever. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> Um, we've been talking, like I had some new songs that I'd sent him and we're all kind of shooting the shit like, Hey, I like you interested in like recording some new stuff and just kind of for fun and just maybe see what happens. And we're all like, yeah, it's just, it's just been kind of hard to all get us in the room together. And then, um, but we're definitely been entertaining the idea of playing again. Um, not going crazy, but like doing a few shows here and there, mm-hmm. um, maybe some yeah. As Fireburn? As Fireburn, yeah, as Fireburn. And um, <clears throat> the hard thing is just finding uh, the right bass player to, like, fill Todd's shoes. You know, there's plenty of, like, people that are good enough to do it, but it's, like, kind of has to be, like, the right person. Yeah, sense. he played some some funky bass, too. Yeah, he did. He kind of, he, he played it, <laughs> he played it like a guitar, which was great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, I remember when he asked me to play, I was, like, He's like, are you down to play guitar? I'm like, don't you play guitar? <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, I've been having so much fun doing the bass stuff. I was like, really? Like, like I've never you heard know, of- You know there's two less strings, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's that more fun? <laughs> and yeah, he's like, I feel, I found my, I found my voice on the bass for this, for this band. And uh, I think he is perfect for that band. Yeah. Bass. And, and like, yeah. So the way he <laughs> plays his tone, whatnot, um, it's just a matter of finding the right person. It's not even like, oh, we got to find like another like super group person. It's just like, a, like someone that some have some sort of relation to Todd in a, in a positive way, you know? Sure. Uh, but yeah, definitely probably going to do something in the near future when stuff stops being so crazy. That's cool. Well, bringing it back to uh, Skullcrack here, what bands do you two, what, what bands were you guys inspired by? <laughs> like not that question. <laughs> for sure, Slayer. fucking Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you say in general or for the band? For like, no, like, yeah, okay. So, what bands inspired you growing up, um, and then what bands kind of inspired Skullcrack? Um, well, for me, since Nate's taking forever, uh, <laughs> a, a lot, a lot of like the old school like, punk bands, like. Um, I was really into street punk when I got into punk rock. I got into like the virus, uh, uh, unseen and stuff like that. Um, the partisans. And then I discovered a buddy of mine, the same kid that had like a mohawk. He's like, Oh, check this band out. Minor threat. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, Oh, minor threat, black flag, you know, kind of the catalyst bands. Yeah. Everyone get, you know, maybe entry level bands everyone gets into. And yeah. then it got into discharge. I think, discharge for me that's what it was for me because i was like that whole db kind of sound yeah that like oh you can do like whammy bar stuff in punk rock and like yeah. and stuff because i was a guitar player at the time 
and you know punk rock you know they didn't have the best guitar solos and i didn't think it was like allowed i think <laughs> right so i was yeah. like discharged they're like like oh I, you can do that cool and then that segued into slayer exodus and and um more technical stuff like that and uh and then that same kid showed me like municipal waste like when i was in high school i'm like dude this is the shit yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> punk and hardcore like all yeah like ones. crossover kind of the crossover and um, yeah that kind of got me going for sure and yeah in terms of the shit i play now at least did you ever get into wolf brigade at all i did it until recently they're so good until recently um because they did they did some stuff recently didn't they, they played it. yeah they put out a, a new record a few years ago yeah because ron, ron ron was like way into them right yeah ron books them yeah so oh I, nice I remember like seeing all this hype. I'm like, oh, I never like listened to this band, and then I checked. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're super good. Like sleeping on this forever. Um, yeah. But what about you, Nate? Yeah, uh, Nate. Yeah, I started. I, I <laughs> the first like heavy music I listened to was like probably in order like Metallica, Kill 'Em All, uh, Anthrax, Among the Living, and then Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. Power Slave. Those are like my first three like heavy. Records. Those are heavy hitters. Yeah, for sure. Because those are all my dad's CD collection. So that's what I listen to mostly. And then, um, all right, kill one, marry one. <laughs> 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 no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started listening to those, and then um, my dad bought me tickets, and me and my brother tickets for Christmas to see. Um, Megadeth and Exodus and Testament all in Palladium and Megadeth was playing all of Rest in Peace. Oh, you told me about so, that. So, like, that was my first like <laughs> smaller metal show because it was a smaller venue. My first my first metal show was Maiden in two thousand eight. Oh, you've seen Iron Maiden? Oh, I've seen them like six or seven times. I, I want to see Iron Maiden. I love them. I love Maiden. It's just I can't stand huge huge crowds. I know. And they're they're like, yeah, they're one of those bands where the crowd is like ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's all they do. Yeah, they'll never play like a coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah, you imagine? Toys R Us. Yeah, I got into metal first and then punk. I think it's funny because my uncle, when I first started collecting records, my uncle gave me a bunch of records that he got from one of his friends that was gonna throw them out, and it was all like. DRI, Napalm Death, English Dogs, um, like that Peace War Comp, like so much like good, like Concrete Socks, like good UK and and just like thrashy stuff. And um, I was, I at first I was like, this is too fast. Like, I don't, I don't like this. And then I heard like, like Napalm this. Death, You Suffer, that song, just, and that's the whole song. And I'm like, that was like the worst song I've ever heard. <laughs> and and I cannot believe now, like where I'm at now, because it was, because I- It all grew on you? Yeah, it all grew on me, because I, I think it was all because Slayer, I heard uh, ra- uh, Rain Rain and Blood, that whole record was like so fast, but it like caught me a different way than all the other stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. I heard like S.O.D. and and all that stuff was like even, even faster, and, and then it all just kind of got faster from there, and then- um, and now you're in Skullcrack. Now I'm in Skullcrack. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it's getting super fast. fast. fast but... 
that's awesome. Um, okay, so let's get into the most important thing that Skullcrack's ever done in the history of Skullcrack. <laughs> Skullcrack made the theme song for Copy and Hardcore, oh, and it seriously, yeah. it kicks ass. <laughs> so this will be the second episode that people are listening to it. The the last episode has it on it, which airs Monday because we do a month in advance. Cool. Um, but let people know the process. Give them a flavor of the coffee and hardcore theme song. It's definitely coffee flavor. <laughs> uh, Arabic beans, uh, aroma. Yeah. Is that what it is? Arabic beans? Never decaf. Never decaf. Yeah, no. Um, Fresh pots. So, Fresh pots. Dude. Speaking oh, of, coffee mug. I got my Descendants mug. <laughs> Wait, how far ahead in time are you guys? Is it morning now? Two hours. What? <laughs> All the time. Oh, they drink. Oh, that now. Okay, coffee Never and hardcore. Get it. Where do you think we live? Yeah, I don't know. Hawaii. Hawaii. My time zones are not all all there i guess it's all good uh, anyways uh N- nate nate mentioned that you guys were like hey they want us to do the song for the podcast um kind of in the like right in the midst of like while we're writing stuff yeah and, um he kind of sent he sent me i mean i listened to uh the original track you had i'm like all right we, well, we got to make it faster <laughs> um, i think you caught me on a good day because like i I, it's funny, I wrote it in my head, and then I went to work, <laughs> and then, I, and then, yeah, and then I was like, all right, I gotta lay this down, I just threw it on GarageBand, I, like, wrote a couple of the riffs, and I sent it to our drummer via GarageBand, and then he sent me, like, I texted him some notes, and then he sent me back a full drum track, and then I re-recorded it, and I sent it to the boys. I'm like, what do you guys think of this? And it was just like, fuck yeah, it's so fast. And I was, I almost <laughs> felt like a little kid giving away, like, one of his favorite toys. Because I was like, <laughs> it's like I really like this song. <laughs> I really like the wrist. It's so short. It's so fast. So and I was like, uh, and even Austin was like, dude, that's like my favorite song right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we really, we, we talked about, you know, hopefully putting it out, you know, so. Yeah, we're still game to talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I was like, like, well, like, I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to keep this for the record. <laughs> um, so I actually ended up, I was like, all right, well, I just have to make another like fast, just in your face song to Fresh I redid all the stuff. I, I had the drums and then I didn't tell them that I just threw that in the, in the beginning. And then I was like, I can't wait for them to just hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are amazing, by the way. And, Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, 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 Jeff's a yeah. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, Mick, I had Mick read them last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone could hear him. Wait on, Vic. <laughs> it's so good. I sent it to a couple people. I was like, "Check this oh, out. This is, this is a yeah. new theme song," and uh, I don't think they were expecting what they got because they because they had heard the Battle Royale theme song, of course, and they and they dug it. But when I sent this, there the first thing I got was like, 
are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I sent it to the old singer for Zayo, and he was like, this because this sounds amazing in my car right now. Like, where did you? I was like, I told you, you should have listened to Skullcrack like a year ago. <laughs> and so, like, they're all, yeah, it's insane. It, it, it. It's so good. It's definitely in what, you know, during our writing, like, that was like, fuck, like, I listened to it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys for doing it. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was thank you. Thanks for doing. thanks for offering that to us, like the opportunity, and uh, thanks for thanks for liking it. <laughs> it's so killer, for sure. But so you kind of talked about, you know, you guys recorded that while you were doing the new record. I know on your social media you put out like uh, a set list, and I saw Coffee and Hardcore in there, and it was you know crossed off like you were checking like different things. So this is going to be like full length then. Yes. This new yeah. record. Yes. Are you allowed to talk about it at all? Are we? Are we do? Are, can we talk about the? Can we tell talk us. Tell us. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, well, I just play bass. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, Spill the beans. We recorded a lot of music, and um, we. What's have, a lot? Um, like, I guess we could say like 14. Okay. That's a lot. 14, like 16 songs. Something like 16. That. Yeah. Um, including that, um, I will say there, there's a cover in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a cover in there that just came out randomly. Um, so we don't Do you guys to... plan on using all of them or you don't know yet? Eventually. Ev- yeah. Eventually. So, <laughs> but there is a new record in the works. There yeah. is a new record. Yeah. yeah. The full length is going to be shorter than the last full length but longer than the EPs. So we kind of just met in the middle uh, was kind of the plan with that. Um, okay, so you're saying it's going to be shorter than Turn to Dust, is which it? is about, it's about yeah. 19 minutes-ish. Like 18, 20, I think. Song-wise, it's shorter. Oh, uh, song... Got less songs. Gotcha. What you're about, not talking about the time. What about in time, yeah. though, is it? I think it's about the same time, actually. Okay. So these songs might be a little longer, but there's definitely some fast short ones too. Because you got 13 songs on Turn to Dust. Yeah. Or 13 tracks at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so so I think our, our main thing was like we we went in and, and we've been talking about this every record that we've done. Like, let's just write a ton of songs and go in and be like, okay, let's record them all and then listen and see, all right, this is making it, this is making it, this isn't and we we never did that with any of the previous record uh, records. This one we did. You know, we had the time because we weren't touring, we weren't doing anything. Yeah, I was gonna say that's usually hard to do. Yeah. So Nate was up my ass the entire time during quarantine. So me, I'm just like, I have time. And Nate's like, Hey, did you write anything? Hey, I wrote this. Hey, like, and so we're just kind of bouncing ideas back. I'm like, Fuck, leave me alone. All right, <laughs> I'll like, okay. So um, Nate was really kind of the catalyst in getting that many songs to happen or us even like writing a record because i'm lazy <laughs> but, he just sits there and like pets his cat <laughs> play, <laughs> yeah, doesn't have any hair but <laughs> but i feel like i feel like this time around it was like um nate wrote a lot of shit i wrote a lot of shit and then like we met in the middle and then we're like whoa we have fucking x amount of songs 16 songs plus yeah. songs that's a good problem to have you can release them all later too so so then when when it came down to making like you know the list you know the the sequence were like 
all right, well, is this going to make it or is this? And so we all kind of had our ideas of which songs would go on the record and what which ones wouldn't. And then, but like, we feel confident with like everything we had. So we're like, okay, we can use these for this or these for that. So do you guys already have that like specified? Yeah. Like we're using these for this and for the full length and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything, everything's done. Yeah. Everything's done. I'm, I'm excited. Master. <laughs> um, I don't want to give away too much, but I, because I don't know what, what dad has in mind. <laughs> uh, Indecision Records, uh, Dave, I don't know what, I don't think he really cares. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> but you guys do plan on doing a, a full length vinyl record? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Me too. I just want to just be out there finally. I, I think, you know, I was thinking about this too. Like, um, I think the timing is kind of right because maybe like as soon as it comes or drops, like stuff will be a little bit more back to normal. So it's like kind of coming out at the right time, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, That's starting to happen now, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, we're like, okay, cool. Stuff's like slowly happening. Shows are happening. And we're thinking that like, it's going to, it's going to be like a right timing, like cool. Like we're back. We have a new record that people are going to be stoked. Hopefully. Are you guys thinking like summer, late summer, midsummer? You don't know yet. Fall. Fall. Yeah. It's just because when uh, getting stuff pressed takes so long. Oh yeah, like we still need the art too. Oh, same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Same guy, Maldo. He, I'm a, a huge Skullcrack fan, so this is really exciting. By the yes. Way. Uh, Thomas has actually been really busy. Um, he was doing artwork for like Rob Zombie and shit. Yeah, Whoa, <laughs> that's really cool. And Guar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Guar? Yeah. <laughs> and Guar? And, and, like, PBR, too. What? The Captain beer? Ribbon, yeah. He's doing art for PBR, eh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. From what I remember seeing, yeah. Yeah, Thomas is legit. He does he does a shit ton of tattoos, and, like, yeah, he's been getting commission for a lot of people, so. Wow. Who does the artwork for that, uh, that Kill Your Thirst energy drink thing? You know what I'm talking about? It kind of looks like that art. Liquid Death? Yeah, thank you. Oh, no, I don't know. It's almost like Metalocalypse style, kind (laughs) of. What's that? That's water. I don't drink water. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You drink water with hops in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Only. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, dude, we're so excited. Like, the whole band's super excited for for the, the new stuff, so... Yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah, we're we're waiting on artwork. We need to we need to name the LP as well. Mm. <laughs> um, the so, fun the fun parts of behind the scenes. Yeah, it's um it's it's funny because like we're always like throwing out ideas. And we're like, oh no, that's cheesy. That's cheesy. Like, uh, but sometimes you can make cheesy work, right? Sometimes, yeah. I yeah. think I think um, if it's over the top. Yeah, like yelling your own band name in a song. <laughs> <laughs> Skull crack. <laughs> All heart, come on. That's the thing. I, st- I stole that from Brace War. Brace War. <laughs> Dude, everyone does it. Like, yeah. Why not? And yeah, that, that one came out as a joke, too. Parker. Our friend yeah, Parker, yeah, yeah. Our friend Parker was like, because there was like a little break, and our friend Parker was like, you guys should just yell Skull Crack. So and good. <laughs> we started doing it and it, and it stuck. <laughs> it's like uh, those old '80s bands that wear their own band's T-shirts on stage. Oh yeah. It's like why not? 
just rock it. Rocking out does it. They all, but they all wear. I know it's ridiculous. I'm like, okay, suicidal. Yeah. And like, yeah, exactly. The suicidal. It works. You just got to commit, I guess. I know. It's like, we need like, we have, you got to not care. Now we just need like skull crack shoelaces. Bro, I wore those skull crack socks at my wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You sent me a picture of you lacing yeah. up your boots. Yeah. This bull crack sock. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I went for it. So that's cool. awesome. <laughs> um, be there. <laughs> you were, yeah. You're always there. I wish you guys could have played it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have flown out for I love weddings. So, like, <laughs> have you ever played a wedding yet? No. No. Um, I, I did. I did an acoustic thing. A dog I'm, wedding? Not, uh, <laughs> not not like a hardcore wedding, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying has Skullcrack ever played a wedding? No. Oh no, no. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'd probably write a wedding theme song too, like the oh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be faster too. Yeah. <laughs> Keep upping it. That's awesome. Um, all right, guys. So this is your time in the podcast that you can plug. Any other bands that you like, any coffee you like, any of your friends' companies, podcasts, or any adventures? You guys got anything? Too many adventures, so. Too many adventures to count? (laughs) Um, I mean, I know that. uh, Radiation Records uh, in Anaheim, California. If you guys like uh, rare punk records, I'm a huge vinyl collector, so... uh, we got we've got everything I, today i just came from a record deal so i picked up like the uh judge new york crew seven inch oh um, the bad religion first seven inch oh the first press uh gorilla biscuits seven inch and the what and the and the gorilla biscuits uh, yellow vinyls <laughs> um, you own this no, no no i just picked them up for the shop oh um but i do actually have those Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. But yes, and the Gorilla Biscuits. But, um, but yeah, we got all that kind of stuff: hardcore, punk, obscure stuff, um, like super rare, high end, all that. So if you guys are looking for that kind of stuff, that's that's a place to go. I know uh, Wiley got the Barbies record that our label put out. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a pretty historic record in, in my mind because it's just I dig it. Unreleased Fullerton New Wave punk kind of stuff so uh it's i true. guess my plug since we're talking about records i, I don't know why we can say something about no no go ahead uh, um <clears throat> uh, my buddy sergio from acxdc uh he has a new uh record store called the midnight hour yeah. in in uh san fernando valley mm-hmm. right like uh la area they actually opened up another location um and they have like a lot of a lot of punk and hardcore stuff too so i guess check them out they have stuff online as well on their instagram they're um sergio's a very avid vinyl co- just like this guy <laughs> just are you are you writing that down mix so we can put yeah. a link? doing it on cool. post-its like putting it across yeah, here so um, we can do the they actually opened up a second location which is really cool i'm stoked for him and um this i think that's it for me i mean I, Robert, you guys drink you guys Robert drink coffee King? Oh uh, yes, we do drink coffee. I don't. What's your favorite coffee? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> no, I said coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. 
like I'm not like a connoisseur like you guys. I, we're not either. Come on, no. If you listen to the podcast, you know we're not connoisseurs. <laughs> I, uh, I <laughs> we're like, uh, it tastes like earthy dirt. I like it. <laughs> I would like my iced tea. I will. Oh, dude, you know what? Fuck. We should have had Austin here because he. Oh, <laughs> Austin loves. So coffee. Austin works at uh, an e bar, like an espresso bar for like Nordstrom's or whatever and he knows like all like the pour over shit and nice he can like draw pictures with whoa he can do skull crack artwork in the mocha (laughs) (laughs) that's his whole thing so here's the full blast album cover we should should have asked him about that shit like hey do you have any tips because they're gonna ask us about coffee I know I know um but yeah yeah uh, uh, i would say ron martinez crawl space booking he rules uh he's always uh supported us um since we started i don't uh, know wh- i don't know why because we fucking <laughs> make him lose so it. did you when did you guys start 2014 or 2015 15 15 so is everyone original still from the original lineup yeah, i was actually not on the first record though eddie recorded bass on the first record and i joined uh. after everything was recorded um, <laughs> he, I remember, uh, I remember telling Nate, "Yeah, we're gonna go in and record." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, like, wh- when when are we doing that?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know. I think it was before you actually auditioned, mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure if he could do it or not." I'm like, I, <laughs> you're like, it's already done, bro. Yeah, I gotta just gotta <laughs> get down, but he's on everything else after that. But yeah, yeah that was, damn, that's a while. Yeah, Ron, Ron's awesome though. He's always. Uh, He's always hooked us up with shows or, um, or you know, just shouted out on you know Instagram or whatever. He plays in Final Conflict and uh, lower class, lower class brats. Is that how you got hooked up with the Slapshot show? Yeah, yeah. yeah his his company um, books Slapshot, and we played with them in Alex's bar. So shout out to uh, Slapshot also because Jack always uh, is always saying you know Skullcrack stuff too on different podcasts and stuff so that's how i found out about you guys was through jack really oh really yeah Mm -hmm. and stars and stripes that's awesome yeah and nate nate sent them all like a bunch of our stuff too so records yeah he wears wears the shirts (laughs) so he made a post that said like uh if all hardcore because i know he listens he doesn't really listen to hardcore much anymore but he said if like all hardcore bands sounded like this i'd listen to more hardcore yeah so i was like so okay, I gotta check this. This <laughs> I actually made. A, I made a meme that same day that uh, that he posted himself in that skullcrack shirt, and it was when in Elf when he walks in, he's like, "World's greatest cup of coffee!" Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! I put a picture of Jack on, on the window, and and he was looking at it, and then he runs inside. World's greatest hardcore band! Congratulations! <laughs> That's so good. Because he's such like a, I mean, Nate, you and I kind of had this conversation because I played with Stars and Stripes before. And he's just kind of like this grumpy old man, but he's like, a, you know, he's like this big figure in hardcore. Um, but it's just, it's funny because he just geeks out about you guys. So I was like, yeah, this I, has got to be a good band. And Dan, Dan O'Mahoney's uh, from uh, No For An Answer's uh, podcast, uh, Dan O says so. He, he was on there too. And, and uh, shouted us out, and uh, it, I don't know. It's just funny. What's the podcast? Uh, Dano says so. Write that down, Nick. Writing it down. 
that uh, Choke was on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Can I so, talk about you guys? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I, I want to check that out. I remember running into Jack backstage at Alex's bar, and I was like, kind of a little buzz. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? He was like, hey, he's like on his phone. I'm like, uh, my name's Eddie. <laughs> I was like, nice to meet you. I was like, it's kind of like that scene in Dumb and Dumber, like, oh, big girl, huh? Yeah. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and then we played. It was it was a match. It was actually really cool. Like. I was always like, you know, matinees are cool, but you know, it, oh god. But, um, I like matinees. I went and saw Gorilla Biscuits at a matinee. Dude, yeah. I see. Like, it got, like the heart, like the the East Coast matinees, like that's the shit, you know. Like over here on the West yeah. Coast, they can be hit or miss. I mean, well, because I got the show got done at like three. Playing, so <laughs> it was a great what? Show. What time did the show start? Like noon. Maybe? Oh, three. Yeah, it was a little later. Maybe. Like two or three. Yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah. But yeah, some something like that. And what time to get done? Like six? Yeah, I'd say about six or so. Maybe. Yeah. Like you it's confusing because I'm used to going to shows really late. We're so on grill grill biscuits play in Chicago. I walked outside, it was still light. I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> what, so, what do I do now? <laughs> this is <laughs> weird. Like highlight of the day. There's you can't really top that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna so show I just, you war bison in san francisco also they're war bison yeah they're great they're they're not doing too much uh at the moment um uh but they're they're awesome we toured with them in ghoul um also thanks to ron but that was that was really fun they're they're a good band good boys (laughs) they're good what what kind of music they're hardcore band too they got some where'd you say they're from san francisco San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They they got some. I don't like. It's not. It's not usually like the style of hardcore I would listen to. But like, I was listening to. Um, I forget what band. Like, not too long ago, and uh, I I texted them. I was like, hey, like I was listening to this band. It reminds me of you guys. And like, yeah, I hear that. So it's like it's not always like the kind of uh, hardcore that I listen to. But I I love. I just love the dudes and and. Yeah. The, they're really good. Like we we play with them for a bunch of nights in a row, and I went up to see them play with uh, with Death Angel for their like Death Angel's Christmas show in in San Francisco and, and uh, Night Demon, and it was that was so fun. Like they're they're awesome. So all really solid dudes. And it's always good when the band is really good and the people in the band are really good. Yeah, yeah. that's the best. We, we've we've <laughs> most part like we've best. ran like a lot of the bands like we've toured with or play with everyone's like super cool like, yeah like yeah. the ramones they were really nice yeah <laughs> did you say the ramones yeah <laughs> like, they're super they're super dead but they were super nice so dead <laughs> when did the last ramone die oh great never mind now we're getting into like this whole like cj is technically still alive but he's not like a but he's not a ramone really. i'm probably he like rock, 2000 rocks it though i don't know eight, 2004 six Something like that. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. We're starting to get to towards like further and further in time where like all our old, all our heroes are dying slowly. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. I know. It's kind of weird. It's, it's all up to us. It's all up to us. <laughs> it's up to us. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I agree. 
How old are you guys? Uh, Is that a weird question? Are we allowed to ask that? Are we hiring for a job? I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, 27. Uh, I turn. I'm 32, actually. I think. Are you the elder of the band? No, Jeff is. He's thirty-three. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> no! Yeah, he's a year older. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny actually because he, I was a grade ahead of him, but he's older than me. So like, mm-hmm. I got out. I got out of high school, and um, like we were still in bands. I'm like, ha yeah, I'm gonna go home. Like, fuck, all my friends are still in school. <laughs> Wait, so he's older than you, but you graduated before him? Yeah. It was like a weird birthday thing. I think I graduated 17. Mm. So I, I have no idea how it worked. <laughs> uh, no. Just take my word for it. Don't go check the facts. Yeah. <laughs> cool, guys. Well, thanks for being on the show. We really yeah, appreciate thank it. For having us. Thank you. Hopefully, yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, hopefully something in there. <laughs> oh, no, good content. Mick and I are, are big fans of you guys too. So yeah. this is it's cool to have you guys on because we're fans interviewing a band that we really like. So that's okay. always fun. Much yeah. appreciated. So Thank awesome. you for listening you. and yeah. like giving a shit. <laughs> you know, of that, Dude, you guys are awesome. That's always really cool. And we're happy to do the song for you guys. I'm yeah. glad it came out as cool as it did. Like 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 I said, I was like stoked on it. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, nice. For, 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 for people who don't know Skullcrack. What song should we play for him to exit you guys out of here? Ooh. I don't know that one. <laughs> Nick's wife's favorite song. Do it. Motherfucker. <laughs> Do it. Dropping it right now. Here we go. Well, Boom. Also, adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> nice. That'll be the segue. Yes. Thank, you guys, thank you so much. We appreciate this a lot, especially uh, just it's really cool. Like when people reach out to talk to us about stuff and like not that we're like actually people actually just, give a shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> oh, just yeah, cool huh? to know like that because we're doing this, like people care and like want to hear about it and like want to like listen to it. And, 
all that stuff. We just appreciate it a lot that you guys uh, reached out to do it. So and that you guys are doing this at all, like for uh, a lot of charity stuff and uh, just you guys like hanging out and yeah. uh, meeting with each other. I think friendships like super important. So that's really cool. So um, if I might, I'd also add like I would I would uh, say like it, yeah, like double what Nate said, you know. But also like guys like you, like the people that take pictures at fucking shows. And like do podcasts like this, and like check out bands, like actually give a shit. I feel like that stuff gives like the scene so much momentum as well. Yeah. You know, because awesome. imagine, imagine, especially nowadays, like Instagram, like social media, and none of you guys were like taking pictures, or no, no one was doing a podcast. Like, how the fuck, like, would anyone hear about <laughs> a, a new band or like see a band? Like, oh, like I wish I was there, sort of thing, or like, fuck this yeah. band, that's cool. Um, so thank you guys for doing what you do. Like, it's really cool. And yeah, right, definitely. Later. See you. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So it is that time of the show when we, Wiley and I review albums that we like, that we send to each other. And we're like, yeah, let's, let's check these out. So that's right. So I actually have an album pick this month wiley has an album picked this month then we decided we were going to review another album that we both kind of dig that just came out not too long ago and then someone sent us an album to review that's right so we got some good stuff so you want to start with with my pick first sure all right so uh i've got a band all the way from gothenburg sweden the band is Obstruction. The album title is Monarchs of Decay. Ten tracks. It came out February 26th of this year. 2021? And it's 28 minutes long. No, actually 28 minutes, five seconds long. That's how long this thing is. I'm putting all these details in here because I know how much you need them. <laughs> all right? Uh, you're, <laughs> not wrong. you're not wrong. So here's here's what I think about this album. I love it. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. I listened to it on vacation and really dug it. Uh, it really gets me in the mood to just want to punch things, which is good. Dude, you, bet you went on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I did go on vacation, yes. That's right. I went to Tennessee and I saw Dolly Parton. No, I didn't Wait. really see her, but I went, <laughs> I, I went to where her theme park is, that area. Uh, but yeah, I... I went on vacation and i listened to this album a lot i dug it quite a bit um a lot of with thrash the with the family listen to this album uh well lynn I, I listened to this album more in my headphones because i i it wasn't just my family that went it was my family oh. and my in-laws so i didn't want to give my mother-in-law a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> although Lindsay did listen to a lot of heavy stuff when she was younger but i this might have been a little too much for her um but no, I watched I watched some good uh, international friendly soccer preparing for the Europa 2020 uh, that's going on right now. Um, so I actually watched uh, a Sweden <laughs> friendly while I listened to these guys on, on cool. purpose. On purpose, yes, yes. But no, so here, here's what I think about this: uh, a lot of thrash guitar tones and riffs, blistering drums, and of course, really gritty bass uh this thing goes from huge chugga chugga to straight thrash 
back to the chugga chugga, then to the thrash, and then every once in a while they'll throw in some crazy guitar solo. Is that uh, a technical term, the chugga chugga? Yes, there's technical <laughs> term, chugga chugga. Uh, but it doesn't get too techy. It doesn't doesn't go that far, uh, I don't think. But I love what grabs me so much is the guitar tone, the breakdowns. It totally reminds me. I don't know if you remember the band Calvin from back in the day. Um, What's the band name? Cal- Caliban. If I'm, pro- I'm hoping I'm pro- pronouncing it right. Cal- I always pronounced it Caliban. It might be Caliban. Uh, I don't know, but they're from that uh, part of Europe as well. Uh, but they kind of remind me of them mixed was with Bli- some. Was Blindside from Sweden? Yes, they were. I like uh, I like that first record a lot. I did too. I dug that first album quite a bit. But um, Caliban, Earth Crisis, uh, the Destroy the Machines era kind of has that kind of guitar tone. But yeah, I, I dig it quite a bit. And I'm going to drop my favorite song. My favorite song is End of Days because it's a nonstop power punch and the drums don't stop. They just, it's just nonstop. Yeah. So drop, we're dropping it now. Drop it now. Here it comes. Okay. <laughs> so we're back so wiley what did you, what did you think well <laughs> mr mick this album is noisy yeah it's melodic yes it's heavy <laughs> and it's intense <laughs> super intense it's heavy hardcore with the hint of metalcore vibes you hear that there's a yes yes okay but it's it's forgivable. 
The it music is. is in your face. It's spastic. It's mean. It does have a lot of similar guitar riffs in a lot of the songs. It does, yes. Yet, the intensity keeps you intrigued. They definitely have a formula musically, but it seems to work for me. I actually do like this album a lot. I do. It's just a little intense musically, like, all the time. It, <laughs> <laughs> yes. it, doesn't, it doesn't really give you a lot of time to think or breathe. And I imagine, though, if you're listening to it like you did on vacation, like, were you listening to this? Like, and you, were, you could see, like, a lot of, uh, like, scenery and trees. And yes. That would be really cool. Yeah. To listen to it on, like, a car ride or even a van ride. Like, if, if you were playing a show, like, really far away. And right. on the way home from after playing an intense show, you're listening to this and just driving and seeing scenery for a long time, that would be really cool. It'd be a good soundtrack for that, I feel like. Um, but yeah, it doesn't give you much time to think or breathe, so no. you, you need to be doing something where you can think. <laughs> uh, and when you think it's going to give you a minute to process what's going on, it slaps you like right back into the chaos. Right. Um, the intro to Driven by Hate gives you like at the 124 mark it actually gives you a a time to collect your breath and thoughts before it kicks you straight back in the face yes it's a nice break uh but i also dig the creepy and fade up like the intro like fades up like instead of fading out um into the that bottomless grave song uh kind of a cool way to do that i thought uh, they do some rad things with this record. Yet for 10 tracks, I have to say they stretch out a very similar guitar riff for most of these songs is my only complaint. Right. Like, I think I've heard, I heard the same guitar riff in at least four other songs. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly goes it's back to... It is, but it goes back to that comparison that I have with Earth Crisis in the Destroy the Machines era because they did a lot of the same guitar riffs <laughs> yeah on that album too so um and i'm not i'm not dogging this record like you might sound like i am but it is really well written and really well put together and very thought out yeah Um, i recommend you listening to it and my favorite track is blackened skies i love the the intensity of it let's drop that track let's drop it right now
one more thing about this album before we go, because I wrote this down when I was on vacation. Um, this album is like a grizzly bear destroying a Swiss chocolate factory in the <laughs> middle of summer. It's a massacre. That's what I wrote down. And I know Sweden and Switzerland are two different places, but if a Swedish bear attacked a Swiss a Swiss chocolate factory, that's what that that's what that's like. <laughs> I like that. I like that imagery. So what do you want to do? Do you want me to do my band that I picked and then yeah. we'll do the oh yeah? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So my band is Dry Socket and the album is Shiver. Yes. And it was released May of last year, May 2020. And it's six tracks. Yes. So I picked this record because it's super intense vocally. And I truly dig it. I love the clean, kind of sounding hardcore. It's also super interesting with gritty, almost like shitty in the best way vocals. Right. <laughs> right. And that and and that's not a diss at all. That's a good no. thing. I dig the track Icebergs because of how the guitars they just like lock in together. I just I don't know. I dig this track. I really like this track. Let's uh, let's drop icebergs. Let's drop it now. The first thing that caught my attention to this band is the bass tone. Of course, I'm going to gravitate towards the bass tone. I like the bass tone quite a bit um, because the bass tone's angry. The whole band is angry. It's got this angry, pissed off, hardcore sound. And not only that, like you brought up the vocals, like you can hear the passion and the emotions in the vocalist. And you can also hear some of maybe some thoughts and struggles with some mental health and anxiety. Like you can hear screaming that out. At least that's kind of what what i was kind of drawn from it which made it very therapeutic for me like to yeah. listen to this and then you know kind of wrestle with some stuff but the song that that really to me brought that out was the damn you that song and the line i believe what i believe no one wants to be around me just that because you know what I, I feel like that sometimes 
And yeah. the feeling and the emotions that I got from that song was like, yeah, like it totally brought out all of that angst and stress. And like, yeah, I feel like that sometimes, I, you know, people don't want to be around me. <laughs> so that song and then uh, Muzzle was another, the intensity in that song and the lyrics just match the pounding rhythm section and the pissed off guitars. Like the yeah. vocal just super pissed off guitars yeah it just all fits really well together so yeah um so which one do you pick i'm gonna say damn you that song i like that quite a bit let's do it boom sent this next record yeah right yes this uh band's called placeholder yep and they just they uh they came out with a new album titled no one asked for this right the label is a split release with crew cuts record in the uk and the record label from the u.s uh release date mid-june 2021 so at this point i think it's being released soon soon right? yeah. yeah 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 soon it'll already be released by the time this comes out this comes out yeah um seven inch record is the format it's being released on and the band is from st louis right missouri and it's five tracks yeah so i actually you know what let's hear what you have to say about it you want to hear what i say? okay here's yeah. what i have to say um i have a lot of friends that told me to check these guys out even before they sent us anything uh and so i was interested to hear what they sound like so I, i'll say this it's interesting uh they kind of remind me of thrice a little bit especially the whole illusion of safety and identity crisis crisis era mixed with some kind of punk overtones um it's and, and sometimes it, i just hear dogwood do you remember the band dogwood of course yeah, I I don't yeah, know if the it's Christian, the Christian yeah, punk, punk kind of band. punk band. Yeah. I don't know if it's the bass tone or what, but it kind of reminds me a little bit. And that's one thing I do really like about this album is the bass player doesn't stop. He hangs right in there with the drummer. Like there's a really good rhythm back and forth section between the two. Yeah, I agree. Um uh, I concur. A, yeah, a good example <laughs> of that for me is is virtual signal the end where the bass run is just for days. The guy just keeps going and going. I'm like, what? Um, here's my only hang up about this album. Okay. I hate the Uh-oh. first song. I'm using a strong Oh, you, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this off podcast. I didn't think you're going to actually say that. But... Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's good to be I, did, I, I just don't like it. I don't think it fits with the rest of the album. Once that song's over and the rest of the songs kick in, I'm like, yes. Tell us why you don't like it. 
I don't like it because of the it's the vocals. Okay. The vocals just I I don't like it. And then there's a background vocal part that comes in. But like explain it to people because we're probably not gonna play that first song, right? Right. No, no. So it, like uh I, I can't remember what the name of that song is. Um But well like what tell the listener what you don't like about it. It's I guess what it it's tonally, if that's the right word, like tonally, the tone. Um, oh, the by way- the way, did you download this when I sent it to you? Yes. So you I have did. it saved? Yeah, I have it saved, yes. Okay, good, because yeah. I just went and clicked on the thing and they just continued the link. Yeah, yeah, I have it. So cool. we'll be able to play the links in the thing. But it just, to me, it doesn't fit the rest of the songs. And... Mm-hmm. Um, too mellow, you think, for the rest? It's too mellow. It does. It just doesn't sound like. It's almost like a totally. To me, it's almost like a totally different band. And so when the background vocals come in and it's a girl singing, and it's she's, it's not the vocals are bad. Um, it just doesn't. To me, it just doesn't fit the vibe of what the rest of the album. Because like when Virtual Signal comes on, and it has that bass player and he's playing those riffs, and it just it's it's gnarly. It's like yes, but it just doesn't. To me, the two don't just, they don't mix well. And it's almost like that song, maybe it was from a different era or an older thing, and they just brought it and added it to these set of songs. I don't know. Hopefully they don't hate me for saying this because I have friends that <laughs> I have friends that are friends with them, and I don't want to think that because, listen, seriously, the other four songs in this album are killer, and I absolutely, I, I do, I like them a lot. But if I only heard that first song as a single, I'd be like, eh, I'd pass. Oh, I would. Brutally honest. I'm. I, I, I hate hey, that. I think. I think being <laughs> honest is good because it shows, like, when you actually like something, someone's gonna know you're not just blowing smoke. Right. So. And 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 so if you if you ask me about the the rest of the album, I'm gonna say 100. And and when it comes out, I'll um, I you know, I'll grab a record. I mean, I'd buy it because I've heard the rest of the songs. But if I only heard that first song, I wouldn't. my turn your turn (laughs) now that the everyone in placeholders stopped listening to the they're they're mad because i said all that (laughs) so i'm really digging the bass tone on this ep record a lot the guitar is kind of epic dare i say it uh but it is the recording yeah. quality is also very, very good. Yes. The guitar and vocals give this uh, melodic kind of 90s feel. Yes. It's, it's got an alternative. Sometimes, to me, it's got an alternative rock meets 90s hardcore meets heavy indie rock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's still very hardcore, too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's hardcore. Right. It just has elements of these different things. Right. To me, it's it's a breath of fresh air. It's it's almost I'm not even gonna pretend to remember what album that was that you sent me that we've talked about before. Also, but it's because <laughs> I've got I got old man brain. But I, it's it's different, and I I appreciate these differences in hardcore records because hardcore bands and records can get kind of caught in that same. Mm-hmm funk that same circle of everything sounds the same so i thought it was cool i thought it was different it's a breath of fresh air 
they make so much great stuff and it's slightly different sounding that I had. I actually had to give it a few listens um, before I actually was like, you know what? I do like this because I didn't know what to expect sometimes, if, if that right. makes sense. Listen right. to it. So when I finally um, knew what to expect and knew what I was listening to, it became a really good record for me. And that sometimes becomes my favorite bands and favorite records is when I originally, I'm like, I don't know if I like this right? because I, I'm not familiar with it. And it doesn't like records that I really love right away, sometimes get old quickly, but records that I don't necessarily get right away become the records I listen to for many, many years. Um, my favorite track is Sickness Health mm. because I love the way the vocals are delivered. It reminds me of Aaron Weiss from Me Without You yeah. was, singing, was singing hardcore. Yeah. In a way. So, yo, let's drop it. Sickness Health, drop it now.
Cool. Yeah. I like that track. That's a rad it's track. Good. It is a rad track. So I want to say thank you to Placeholder for sending this to us and letting us uh, review this and listen to it early because it was uh, a treat to my ear. Thank yeah. you, guys. And and honestly, we don't really do that all the time because people send us some stuff and we're like, maybe, maybe not. And we don't. So. You know what? People send us stuff a lot that I don't even send you. Right. Because I can imagine. I, I, it doesn't make it past me. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, it, it the fact that we it made it this far it means it, it's it's good. We dig it. Yeah, we do, so, I, I do dig it. And yeah, when they hit me up, uh, I was really excited to hear it as well. So I'm glad we awesome. I'm glad we reviewed it because it's it's it is a good record. They should be very proud of it. Yes. Yeah. But dude. Let's get into the record. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's do this one. <laughs> this right. is the record. Yeah. Yeah. So we got we we're we're gonna review the last the look latest. at this. I put my hood up. You put your... <laughs> we're gonna review Zayo Crimson Corridor. How about that one? Yes, we are. It dropped on 4921, 11 tracks of 11 brutality tracks. 11 tracks of brutality so you want me to go first let's hear it all right so i'm gonna try not to say some of the stuff that i know you're gonna say all right so <laughs> here, here's one thing that i want to say zeo is back like this album's killer I and, I'm, and i'm and i listened to this album a lot while i was on vacation uh i really got to put on some headphones and dig it uh and it's it's becoming my favorite zeo album uh, oh yeah Yes, it is. It's because it's it's beautiful. It's dark. It stirs up all kinds of emotions. Uh, the song R.I.P.W. Uh, one, there is a ton of groove. And I don't know if you ever watched Emperor's New Groove. That's my uh, one of my kids' favorite Disney movies. But there's an old man that gets tossed out of the castle because he interrupted the Emperor's groove. And so he mm -hmm. says this whole line where he says, beware the groove. <laughs> so that's what when i heard this song i started saying that i was like beware the groove because it is so crazy but also on top of that it's very emotional uh you totally get a get lost in it there's the line that says i'm sorry your end was so violent i'm sorry for the form in which it came i was there but i wasn't there for you you were uh you were scared and couldn't hear my voice and just knowing all the tragic stuff that has happened, you know, to all of us in the last year, year and a half, that song just, you know, for me emotionally just fits in, in some of that release because, you know, there are a lot of people that we couldn't be there for because of the distance and couldn't hear our voice to even say goodbye in some instances. So this song, I know people are like, what a metal song, hardcore song, whatever can have that impact yes this song is that impactful to me uh it's just it's very beautiful um yeah so that for me like like i said it's slowly it's slowly become one of my favorite zeo records so and i won't say anymore because i want to say why because i know what you're going to say and i want to say it too so i'm not i'm gonna let you say it so <laughs> do you want to drop a track yeah let's drop ripw cool let's do that right now
So, Wiley, <laughs> what's your thoughts on this album? Well, because <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I love this album. Period. All done. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the intro is soft. Yeah. Hurt, well, and you know what? Back up. Okay. So you sent me this album and you told me about this album. Right. And I think I said, yeah, I gave up on Zale. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and not just because you're Mick from Zale, but, right. you know, the, the two first records were the Zale records. Right. For us, like, people who listened to that back in the 90s, you know? Right, right. And then when Zale changed and Blood and Fire, if I'm remembering this correctly, was like the first. Uh, new lineup with Jesse and the other guys, right? Right. Yeah. Like I remember when that came out, I was like, "Oh man!" And I was like, "This isn't going to even be the same band." And then listening to it and be like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> <laughs> right. This right. Band is so good. <laughs> but then their second release with the new lineup and Jesse on drums was my favorite Zao record. Right. Made like no no offense, but maybe ever, right? Um, this the save yourself from hell record because it was so dark. Yeah, that's a good good record. I'm not I'm not really like a metalcore kind of person, um. So I by default liked the the first two Zale records that you were on and that you helped write and put together more. But I don't know, man. Like when Save Yourself from Hell came out, I was just blown away. Yeah, how good and how dark and how deep sounding that record really was. Right. And oh, I, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think Zale ever topped that record until maybe this one. Until this one, yeah. Um, and another thing is the last Zale record that I ever liked and really got into. Like I've given everyone that they've come out with a listen and a try, and I just couldn't get into them, but. Um, Funeral of God was the last Zale record that I actually liked and I remember um, what's the guitar player's name that does the singing? Scott Scott, yeah Yeah. I remember I shouldn't have liked his singing because it's like <laughs> that emo kind of terrible singing but for right. some reason it, it like worked so well on Funeral for God right. like it just it fit together so good and I, I thought I should hate this but I didn't I loved it <laughs> But I couldn't get into like the the Albini record, the uh, the fear that keeps us here. Right. I I tried so much. I wanted to. The album cover was so awesome. Like it reminded me of like Chevelle meets Zao. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just I wanted to get into that record. I couldn't. I hated how it was recorded. Um, I know all the behind the scenes on that. Like right. Dan couldn't sing through uh he had to sing through an amp and that was distorted because they wouldn't let him use any preamps or any filters i know i get it um i just don't like it and the well-intentioned what's the the other one called the well-intentioned virus yeah i just couldn't get into that one um just not my thing and that's okay right, right. so let's start from there so you send this to me. You're like, right. yo, this is coming out. I, I think you got an early copy of it. Yeah. And you're like, yo, tell me what you think of this record. I, I gave it like a, like I listened to the first song and I was like, oh, cool. It's like really slow. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then here's here's where I failed this record as a listener when you sent it to me originally before it came out is that I didn't listen to it as a record. I skipped the songs and, yeah. and listened to it and then fast forward it and I was like, ah, this record doesn't do it for me either. Sorry, Zayo, you lost. <laughs> and then it came up when it came out, I still didn't really, well, the first week I still didn't really give it any time and then it kept popping up on my spotify playlist and i was like oh man you know what i should give this thing a listen this is the record that mick told me to listen to and i just kind of skipped through it so you know what i'm gonna listen to it all the way through and i did and i couldn't stop listening to it because it's a record that you have to listen to as a, like right a school record right and i'm the one who texted you and was like dude we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna review this record because this might be one of the best sale records and one of the best records so far of 2021 right and so would you i mean do you agree with this stuff I, no i i totally agree <laughs> i i think i think it tells it tells a story and you have to listen to the whole story for it to actually even make sense and mm -hmm. so if you try to pick out one or two it doesn't work Cause I've tried that too. I've tried to be like, oh, I'm on, you know, I like this song. Yeah. I like this song, but honestly, like, like even RIPW, which is a song I really like, doesn't really fit well if you don't listen to the song before and the song after. Right. Like it's it, weird. It, it's yeah. like you're reading a book. Right. Yeah. Like you and can't skip chapters. No, no, because it won't make sense. It just yeah. flows, and it definitely has this ebb and flow that fits so well all together. And if you try to break it apart, it completely messes things up. It's like uh, if you throw a pebble in a pond and you see those ripples, mm -hmm. it's beautiful when it, you know, and you sit and watch it. But if you try to break that up or chop it up, you get it doesn't make sense. It's sure. Yeah. The, the weird thing about this record, though, is I listened to it at work while I was making screens and uh, burning screens for shirts and stuff like that. I just put it on during my day. I usually listen to podcasts. I usually listen to, you know, whatever. And I just kept listening to it over and over. And I couldn't believe when I looked at how long this record was, it's 57 minutes. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like 57 minutes. That's no. the crazy thing. No. Like there's a, I think there's a 12 minute song somewhere on there too. I, I think it. near, near <laughs> the end. And it doesn't feel like there's a 12 minute song. Um, it's, it's crazy. Just, yeah yeah you get lost in it like there's times i've listened to it and then it'll be and i'm thinking i'm still on like track two or three when really i'm at the end of the album like it flew yeah. by that fast because it all like just i don't know it's like i said it just tells this dark emotional story yeah. and if you try it and it's like if you try to jump in the middle of it it's not going to make any sense but if you listen to the whole thing it totally does and that's crazy because people most artists if not all artists these days write for singles now right right i have so much respect if they care or not i have so much respect <laughs> for zeo for writing this record as a record um and anyone hearing this review i and likes zeo or digs that style of music you need to give this a listen yeah like as a whole record yeah Please just do, if you have an hour to spare, if you're mowing the lawn, if you're working and you're privileged enough to listen to music at your work or you're going for a run, like 
but make sure you have an hour. Don't, yeah. don't break this up. Like, don't listen to this record 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. You know what I mean? Like actually sit down with this record when you find an hour. And I know that sounds crazy today because no one seems like they have an hour to spare uh, all the way through, but do that and you, you will have an amazing trip. Yeah. You'll be you'll be going on this crazy trip with this band and they'll take you on this trip and you won't regret it. No, and and I suggest trying to find a way to either listen to it on headphones or some sort of decent stereo that you can turn up because you start hearing all kinds of crazy things. Like in Ship of Theseus, the guitar working it, and then there's these pans back and forth that are like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just listening to it on your phone or you're listening to it in your car, you might not quite hear that but man when you put in headphones or listen to some sit somewhere and actually listen you can hear all that and then if you've uh you know reading some of the stuff in the message boards and stuff like that uh that that jeff the drummer have talked about like there's they've put all kinds of other stuff in this album like and he hasn't said who it is but I, there's some decrypted like something from some album they took and and put in here and they messed with it enough to where you couldn't tell what it was wait like a different album yeah, well, uh, well somebody else's i think they did I, I can't quite remember the whole thing but they took something from an album that they like i can't remember the artist and they mess with it enough to where you know you can't recognize it so they don't get in trouble but they put it in one of the songs and he won't say like they won't say which one it is they kind of like want people to figure it out that's but, cool so, you know, you sit there and listen to this stuff and there's all kinds of crazy stuff in there. So, yeah, yeah. The, the studio work on this album is is unreal, too. So I like Creator Destroyer. That's my. Yeah, that's I good. love how slow, sluggish, sludgy it is. Uh, again, though, like you kind of have it's hard to pick a song as a single like right. we talked about. So it's hard to just like drop one song. Right. Um. I don't know, but I really like when it kicks in at the 305 mark. Is there a way that we can play it from there? Yeah, totally. Let's let's play because to me, like this album's not written as songs, it's written as like a a piece of music, like a whole piece of music. So I think if we just take it from 305, it doesn't matter because right. it's it changes, it's so different. Right, right. So let's play it, let's play it from the 305 mark. Uh, drop crater destroyer let's do it now boom
back. There they were. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're done yeah. with this segment. Four great albums. There you go. Moving on. All right. Trash pots! <laughs> Coffee time! Coffee, 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 coffee! Java, yes! What's up, everybody? Coffee and Hardcore, we welcome Ryan Evans, formerly the drummer of SBS. FBS. <laughs> Is that right? FBS? Yes. Fight Before Surrender. Mm-hmm. And Festival and, Shout. And the Festival Shout. Mm-hmm. That's right. Welcome yeah. to Coffee and Hardcore. How you doing? Doing great, man. I I appreciate you having me. This is uh, really cool. I've never done anything like this before, so this will be uh this will be good. This will be good. It's good to see you. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. so he's here to chat with us about his favorite coffee of recent. Nice. And uh, he actually sent me his coffee that he had medium roast. Did you have the same one? I did. Okay. So you sent me the, the exact same one. I and uh, tell our listeners what coffee you picked. There is a there's a there's a coffee brewer in a city about 15 miles north of Dayton, Ohio, called Troy, and the the coffee company is called Purebred Coffee, and um, they're a really cool shop. And then they they'll do like these small batch roasts from time to time. Um, and this one, forgive me, I don't remember the name of it um but oh i don't know if i saw a name on the bag let me look i took a photo of it i drank mine already by the way yeah i know mine's gone too (laughs) (laughs) so and like er, and like earlier tonight my wife was like do you remember like the name and kind of some of the the notes of the coffee and stuff i'm like hmm she's like on the bag and i'm like shoot i threw the bag away (laughs) Um, yeah it was delicious though it was good that's all that matters pretty good (laughs) yeah well because we were supposed to have you on last week and it stuff got switched around so yeah that that's totally that's on us no no worries man no worries (laughs) i'm flexible it's all good write down the notes though it's uh notes of caramel brown sugar and cinnamon oh nice from uh guatemala I yeah. couldn't find the picture. Oh, yes, I, I can. I think this is it. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. It's called like La... I forget. I don't... La Charuga or something Co-dico like that. Dico Tinico? Okay, I was way off. <laughs> C-O-D-E-C-H-T-I-N-E-C-O? Yes. Uh-huh. That's the so. one. Kodeko, <laughs> That's it. Kodeko, something I don't like math that. And I don't spell. Oh. Kodech Tineko. My there wife it is. Kodech Tineko. <laughs> My wife says okay. Dude, that was kind of weird. So your wife walked behind you. And for some reason, this is going to sound crazy. But for some reason, I thought I was looking in a mirror and I was like, what the? Like, <laughs> I thought someone was behind me. <laughs> I'm so weird. 
It, fre- it actually freaked me out for a quick second. I was like, oh, shit, who's that behind me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not me. That's you. Hey, you know, it'd be even weirder if she was at your place and not mine. <laughs> that would be weird. She's just hanging out, telling us the name of the coffee. <laughs> no big deal. I found I found it online too, so yeah, I've got it right here. So you're gonna put it in the you're gonna let people uh, click on it if they need to. Yes, if they want to. Yes. So come on, tell me about this coffee. Um, I really liked it a lot. I mean, there there's nothing that purebred. Um, it's a favorite place of of uh, my wife and I. And I used to live in that city. I lived in that city for about ten years. And they opened up probably within my last two years of living there. So I would go there as often as I possibly could. And an added bonus to that was the music store that was right above it. So I would go, so I would go to the coffee shop and then I would go to the music store where my friends worked and hang out. But um, no, the coffee's really good. It's, uh, you know, medium roast. It's really not heavy. It's really not dark. It's really not intense. It's very smooth. Um, and of course, you know, the, you pick up on some cinnamon and some brown sugar there. And I, I don't know. I really, I just, I really like it. It's really good. And that coffee shop is, uh, it's just a really neat place, you know, and they've yeah. got people there all the time. Like they still have a music store up above them. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, it's a neat place. Um, and usually, like, when I ha- I have a friend who lives in Chicago, actually, and his wife is from this area, and actually he is, too. And whenever he comes to town, we usually meet up at Purebred, so um, it's good. I'm no coffee expert, so I'm not really sure what all you want me to say about Neither it. are we. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what we're talking about, either. We just it's thought it would be cool. We thought it would be cool to have people, other people on, instead of us, jabber mouths talking about coffee and their experiences, because... Mm-hmm. I was like, how how many episodes do people just want to hear from Nick and I about coffee? <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about either. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, I actually yeah. just I actually just got into drinking coffee probably two years ago. Okay. Like before that, it was a once in a blue moon thing for me. It was like a once a week, I'd go to this coffee shop to get my girl my get my Gilmore girls coffee. You know, know, espresso, yeah, mostly, and then, you know, mostly cream, sugar, whipped cream, syrup, you know, fill fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then once I started kind of dating, who's now my wife, like she got me a coffee maker for Christmas a couple years ago and pretty much created a monster after, after that. So (laughs) yeah, like I can't do anything. And I'll tell you what, man. Just like a couple of weeks ago, I stopped drinking coffee after dinner. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like you can actually sleep the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't drink coffee past five ever. I did it tonight for this, for this occasion. Yeah. Did you drink <laughs> the coffee that you're reviewing? No. What'd you say? <laughs> did you drink? Are you drinking the coffee that we're reviewing? And I said, no. Yes. Actually, oh, you are. The last of it. The, nice. Because I thought you said you drank it all. Yeah, just a little bit ago. You mean you're drinking it all right now? Right. It's gone now. It's, 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 <laughs> um, it's gone. I liked it as well. I, 
uh, I drank it in about a week. Mm-hmm. Brought it to work. Made it at work too. Um, yeah, I was real excited about it. It was uh, that first one you sent me was flavored coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a big no no. Yeah, this was this was way better. <laughs> Redemption. Yeah. Yeah, I felt really bad about that too, man. I was like, oh, this is gonna be you did, great. You didn't you know? know. Yeah, I didn't, but that's okay. But I'm glad that uh this one was better for you. And uh, oh yeah, this one is great. I recommend this one for sure to people yeah. who like medium roast coffee. It's definitely a good a good blend. They had this one. Um, I think that the first the the one that really kind of got me into that place was like I say, they'll do like these small batch things and they'll do them for a limited time and then like they don't seem to do them again. So it's kind of like, like when they never fly, again. I, I don't know. I've not seen this one that I'm about to tell you about. I don't think I've seen since. Mm. It's kind of like one of those things like get it while the getting's good because it may not come back. But it was called like it was like a maple bourbon roast. And I mean, I know it's a flavored coffee thing, um, but it was really good. They used um, they actually the syrup they used for it was actually maple syrup that was aged in old bourbon barrels oh wow nice and it was yeah it was it was very good and the and the the cool thing is is like um i kind this, of had to, this coffee company you're talking about yeah purebred purebred oh yeah i kind of had to track down where they got that syrup and <laughs> it, it, it's true i did and then like the guy who owns the place one of the owners and i like we've known each other for a few years now and we always talk and stuff when I go in there and he told me where the place was and how to get it. And so I told Amanda, I was like, we should go to that place and see if we can get some of the syrup. Well, here's the deal. Full disclosure. In order to get the syrup, we had to sit through like a whiskey tasting oh. <laughs> because like, the, like the deal was like, like they gave, they gave you this little flight you know, just little bits here and there, you know, and it got a little bit stronger with each one. And then the very last shot, of course, was that maple syrup. And then, so you couldn't buy anything from the gift shop until you went through that little tasting. So weird. Yeah. It was kind of strange. What if you're like, bro, I don't drink. Then what? But you got to sit there and watch other people drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, just, I thought From it was someone kind of, who does right <laughs> slip them some money and be like hey man just go in there and give me some of this that's what i'm looking that's for crazy it's yeah. kind of like that guy from seinfeld that had the cafe and if he didn't order things right or do things right he said no soup for you so it's kind of like oh, no yeah. syrup for you no soup you for wait. you <laughs> one year you wait <laughs> yes <laughs> So you got anything that you want to plug, like any friends, bands, any other coffee shops, any skate shops, any music shops, Gosh, any man. cookie factories, <laughs> anything, any, any new bands, factories? cookie factories, Oh, <laughs> any new bands people should check out. Oh man. Oh yeah, I heard you. Um, On the spot, bro. On the spot. Yeah. That's how I do. Jeez. Well, I'll tell you what. The new Antagonizer's ATL album, Kings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. Love it. It's very good. Um, you know, I we, got, you know, we had yeah. a win on, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I heard that episode and I was and I remember like, oh yeah, I remember hearing that they've got a new one coming out. And so um yeah, that's a really good one. Um, um besides that, let's see, what else have I been? I don't know. I've been listening to I actually listened, I got the Rude Boy soundtrack, which is like it's like Rude Boy, the story of Trojan Records. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that soundtrack a couple weeks ago and I've been listening to that, um, you know, classic reggae, you know, mid sixties, late sixties and on, I've not seen the movie. I would like to watch it. It seems really cool. That's kind of a, that scene has always kind of intrigued me. Um, but yeah, that one's pretty good. As far as new bands, man, I don't know. Like the crew, have you heard the crew? The song no sorry i just did you like how i did no transition there at all (laughs) dude have you heard the crew um no the the crew okay yeah this is pretty exciting the crew is let's see it's tim and matt from rancid oh fletcher and uh byron from pennywise and mike muir from suicidal tendencies on vocals I have not. Dude, those are three great picks. You have some diversity there in music. Yeah, I'm kind of all over the place. I'm the guy that, yeah, I'm kind of everywhere with music, man. Like you, yeah. Um, you know, Wait, are, you, are you doing a band right now? Um, I am. Oh, is it a secret? I, well, I can't really go into a whole lot of detail um, because it's not like it's still, we're in the practice phase. Like we're still in the very beginning. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely something going on and it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be really great and, uh, really excited about it. It's, it's good, man. It'll, it'll be cool. Um, but you know, we're still really early on and things are still kind of coming together. Um, but it's cool. Cause like these guys are all like seasoned, you know, they're all veterans. So it's like practicing really isn't like this tough thing, you know, because we all kind of know what we're doing as best that's as we true. do, you know. So it's like, okay, we, you know. But that's kind of how it was with FBS, right? You guys were all seasoned. Yeah, I did not. You know, what's weird. Um, I never, ever saw that band play live. Before ever. you joined, do you mean? Before I joined. Never. Like, so they how'd were you hook all, up with them? Um, mutual friend. Like, I knew of them. Like, I'd seen their flyers and stuff around, but just, like, wasn't able to go to shows or whatever, you know, had something going on or whatever. And then um, a mutual friend told me that they were looking for a drummer to do, to do at least local stuff. And so then I was like, oh, I'm going to get online and check these guys out. And I checked them out and was like, wow wow, like, this is right up my alley. Yeah. So then, like, I messaged them, and we met and talked and talked and talked for a couple hours, and then I eventually auditioned and then uh, was, you know, asked to join. So it was just, it was weird, like, having, and having never seen their setup, like, that was weird, because, like, I went into that practice space and was, like, okay, this is crazy. These things are going to be loud. <laughs> was it a small space? 
Um, it was like the site. It was like a. It was like an old school like classroom. So it wasn't super small, but you know, they just have massive gear. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> the drums are right in line with all that stuff. And so they're like, what song you want to do? And I just kind of was like, okay, let's do blah, blah, blah. And then clicked it off and we went into it and it was literally like, <laughs> I heard nothing. I could not hear the vocals. I could not hear like, I would pick up, you know, I was, I had gotten to the point where like I was practicing these songs enough where I could play them in my sleep. But then when you go to actually do it live and you can't hear any of it, yeah. you know, I'm like kind of watching cues of like different guys going up to the mics and thinking, okay, this part of the song now. And it was just, Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was cool, but um, yeah. So that, that's how I joined with those guys. And like, I didn't know those guys or anything before I joined. It was like, I didn't, just, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was just totally like, I'm just gonna, okay, meet these guys and go for it. And so how did the festival shout come about? The festival shout came about <clears throat> because, um, I love that band, by the way. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. That, that band was great dude like oh, are you guys some... are you guys putting that to rest um this don't want to talk about it I, i'm not really <laughs> sure it, i mean i think i don't know i mean i think it'd be cool to to do it again i think it'd be cool but i don't know i can't yeah. you know, i can't there's speak so many that. moving parts with that right yeah there's a lot there and that band was that band came about because i think that justin the singer and then Josh from FBS at one point they had this idea of doing Justin from the last hope. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, they had this idea of like kind of different guys from different bands getting together and doing this thing. And then Justin, I guess had had all these songs written and he just didn't have a band to play with. And so he came to Troy one day where I was living and we went to my buddy's rehearsal space for his band slash little recording studio that he has. And we just started playing and it was wild. And a couple of those songs, man, were. For Did he play a guitar originally with you when you played those songs? Cause he plays guitar, right? Uh, Justin. Yeah. He played bass? I think he, <sighs> In fact, oh man, I don't know. I know he didn't in the band, but I think he does. He, I know that he wrote those songs on the guitar. And um, then he just kind of needed a band to kind of fill it in. Um, yeah, and so that, that band just kind of came about on like just this idea. And then Justin's thing was, um, you know, I wanted to be, he wanted it to be like praise and worship type music, but like, Punk. yeah like like great you know loud and 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 all that so yeah and we had a we had a blast with it man it was it was a lot of fun and you know what when that when that band first started there were six guys in that group really yeah there were six right in the very beginning and then it kind of um, became like fbs backing him right pretty much yeah 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 because we played a show with you guys at Japuza, right? And it was mm -hmm. FBS and Festival Shout and 
October in two minute minor. Yeah, I've actually got that flyer hanging up on my wall back there. <laughs> Underneath the record. I can kind of see it, I think. Well, all right, this is the time where we are unfortunately gonna have to say goodbye because we're old and it's getting late. Yeah, I gotta um, get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but we thought this was gonna be short and sweet, but we ended up chatting it up, which I'm glad we did. Yeah, but, for sure. For hey sure. man. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for chatting about music and um, coffee with us. And this new band, I know you can't talk a lot about, but is it in the punk genre? Yes. Okay. Um, once once you get that up and started, you should uh, you should send us some stuff and we can review it and play it on the podcast. Yeah, man. I'll oh for sure. I'll absolutely do that. Um, I'll keep you posted with all that stuff. Where where FBS was very Motorhead exploited GBH. That kind of sound this band is a little is more melodic more kind of like street dogs bouncing souls oh cool a little more a little more like um a little more like oi than cool like, you know i'll dig it charged so yeah man i'll be in touch i, I appreciate you uh having me on man this was a blast it was it's cool i mean you know you, you awesome. and i message you and i message all the time yeah. Um, it's, it's good to actually like hear your voice. You know, I've not heard your voice in like four years, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, we haven't uh, seen each other in a while. It's been a while, man. I, I really miss. Uh, well, you know, I really miss like pretty much everybody um, yeah. that I would Net see. Networking and playing. It's great, but it's coming back, so I'll be able to That's hang true. again. And, and Mick, it was it was good to meet you um, and talk to you guys. So yeah, I appreciate yeah, it, man. Very cool. Awesome. Hopefully, cool, we meet again. For sure. Yeah, Definitely. once you get that project started, I know it'll be a minute. I know how long it takes yeah. to do stuff. Yeah, um, it'll be a bit. We'll, we'll we'll have you back. We'll talk about it and we'll play it. Cool. So awesome. maybe some t sometime in the in the future here. Yeah, man, that'd be great. Cool, brother. See you. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> That's right. We all know your grandma likes coffee and hardcore, so share it with your friends and family. <laughs> you know, you know, grandma rocks out to this. I know she it. loves it. She loves I know it. it. Granny loves it. <laughs> so, hey, this was the show. We so appreciate everyone that checks us out every week or every month. Yeah, month. It could, it could be every week. People could listen to it more than once, you know. Yeah, you could, or you could listen to it in segments because we've rambled <laughs> yeah, on for a long time. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But hey, we truly appreciate all your support that you give us. Thanks for uh, checking us out. That's right. We're out. Drop the battle royale. Coffee and hardcore, coffee and hardcore, coffee and hardcore. Both be Coffee and hardcore, coffee and hardcore, coffee and hardcore. Do it for right. We got the combo. We got the juice. We got the joke. We got the juice. We got the goal. Fuck you out of the bottle. If you like the back, you better support them. Deal with it, nerds.